told this guy where I was from. He said, oh, Canada. Kind of laughs it off. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 68 of Up and Down Golf Podcast with your host, Slim. My co-host, Benny Golf. Benny, what's going on? Not too much, dude. Buzzing into the week. I mean, got lots of work to catch up on at work since I took the Thursday off to buzz over to the open and then I had a half day on Friday. So just basically I, more golf related stuff. I was thinking, cause since I self proclaim, well, people think I self proclaim slim, which is a, a lie completely. Technically, <laughs> my dad gave me the nickname, but to, to feed into people's self proclaim, I could just be called Caddy Slim now. Caddy Slim, there you go. Yeah. I have like 18 nicknames. It's always Benny something, Benny this, Benny that. So <laughs> Benny Caddy Shanks. Slim work. <laughs> uh, fuck. Or instead, of, instead of Slim Shady, it's Slim Caddy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's always something. Um, yeah. Huge week. I'm I'm buzzing. We tried to record last week, but it just I didn't really work out. I wasn't feeling the uh, the feng shui of the interview, not the interview, <laughs> but the but the pod. So figured we just leave it. It was a busy week, obviously for me, and I know you had some stuff going on too. So just yeah. kind of, you know, a gasp or gap in the in the week. We just kind of gassed it. Um, but yeah, hopefully this episode is uh, makes Should up be for worth it because we got it. a couple good stories to tell. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Um, all right. Well, hi. <laughs> how are you doing? Other than like you said, you know, you had a busy Thursday with the going to the open. But other than that, how, how you been over the last week? Yeah, not too bad. Tried playing a lot of golf because I was like uh, trying to mentally prepare for the almost <laughs> almost event we played in on the Saturday. That's a tough um, one too on my part. We'll get into that later. That's okay. It just gives me another IOU in terms of uh, I can fuck up with something, so it's perfect. Um, but oh yeah, played a lot of golf. Honestly, played pretty well leading up into the weekend. Played Saturday, and that was my worst, my worst round. But I was playing not bad at Westview, striking the ball well. And then I went and played Cardinal, just kind of bounced around a bunch of holes there with one of my buddies. And you do the east the, or west coast? Or uh, majority west. And then we buzzed over to head to a couple east. Like we were just actual the worst people out there because he just has like a key from from maintenance and he just buzzes out whenever he wants. Oh, and shit. we just find gaps. Awful people. Real, really scummy but anyways played all right like was one over through five then had like one blow up hole but other than that like was striking it pretty What's good a again blow up hole? we talking mm. greater than eight no i don't think i had greater than eight that day no 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 okay. it was like it was like maybe a it was maybe like a seven or eight on a par four probably something like that seven on a par four a triple but, yeah yeah, but no, Make everything sure was pretty good. That in the handicap, eh? Get that thing right, up. You got to toss it in there. Got to keep bumping it up slowly. It takes forever. God damn. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll quickly jump into my my time at the Open. I won't go too ex- deep into it because it wasn't nearly as <laughs> entertaining as yours. But um, obviously, it was there like all day. Grabbed a beer first thing in the morning. Perfect. We sent a picture to my buddy at work before he was even got, got to his desk. <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> I already had a pint in my hand. Yeah, so it was a great time. Um, and then we randomly ran into Ryan O'Reilly, which is kind of funny because last year we kind of saw Josh Anderson and like Nick Suzuki, a couple of the uh, Montreal guys. Yeah. So he literally, my friend goes, I wonder if we're going to bump into anyone like that again. And five minutes later, we're standing in the landing zone on one of the fairways. And I just looked to my left and there's Ryan O'Reilly. So we get a good chuckle out of it. And I have a experience with Ryan O'Reilly from like three years ago when they won the cup in St. Louis. There was a cup party in Aurora and uh, he happened to be there. And I have a video of me getting beer poured in my mouth from the cup, and he's the one doing it. No way. So my buddy, we're already buzzing at this point. It's like 11 o'clock. <laughs> he's like, you should go over there and just show him the video. 
I was like, honestly, fuck it. I'm like, come with me. I'll just give him a little nudge and have it up or whatever. So I gave him a nudge. I was like, hey, dude. And I just showed him it. And he just started having a good chuckle. Um, and he's like, that was awesome. He's like, such a good time. And I'm like, man, you got to get it going again. Like, make that happen in Toronto kind of thing. He's like, I know, dude, I know. We're working on it. It's funny you say that because he was he was there too. And and as he was like, oh, should I go talk? Like, Because I, I was like, oh, dude, that, that's RR. And he's like, should I go say hi to him? I go, dude, yeah, do it. Like, he's in your space. Like, you're not in his yeah, space. Exactly. Like, He's there for the pro-am. Anyway, so he went up, talked to him, and he's talking to him like, oh, hopefully you guys get it done. But, dude, he's not even re-signed yet. You guys keep talking to him like I he's know, on the team. He has, he's probably in his head going, these fucking muck-mucks don't even know what's going on. I'm going to be re-signing with Toronto. Yeah, I guess we don't technically know, but I'm pretty I'm pretty hopeful that he will sign. I think he wants to be here. But, yeah, either way, I heard lots of stories from him about him that week, and everyone seems to say he's such a great guy. I mean, I've been around him twice, and – Seems like a pretty solid dude, but other than that, nothing too crazy. Score bet 10 always treated me well. I was there crushing drinks, and oh, this is actually funny. I forgot to mention this. So me and my buddy walked in. I went with the same dude I went with last year at St. George's, and yeah. we went in the score bet 10 or whatever. Good old Reed, eh? Are you hey, good old Reed, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Reed, Cully, how's it going, buddy? So then we ended up going to like the VIP concert, uh, last year it was like maroon five or whatever adam levine yeah so yeah. we get in there and it's like a open bar 10 like we're the first people in there so me like he crushed a bottle of wine i think i crushed a bottle of whiskey like we crushed so many drinks before anyone else even got in the tent like it was pre-concert so we got to know the bartenders and they're kind of like laughing and ended up drinking with us later in the night so we're sitting there at the score tent this year we walk in and it's our first time walking in and the girl who's bartending she goes did you guys come to this tournament last year? And I'm like, wow, that's such a weird question. Like, no way. I'm like, dude. Yeah. And then I looked at her more and I was like, holy shit. And she just started laughing. She's like, I knew I recognized you guys from somewhere. Cause she was our bartender in that tent last year. And we were just fucking feeding the drinks back. She's like, I even got your tequila again. I was like, Oh, oh this isn't going to be good. <laughs> dude. That's hilarious. Yeah. I just couldn't did, believe. Did, I recognized did Maddie a number in there or what? No, no, no. She dropped a boyfriend card later, and me and Reed just buried the tent when went somewhere else for the rest of the day. <laughs> After that, hey. mission, mission, the mission was over. Abort but, mission, uh, abort mission. Houston, we have <laughs> yeah. a problem. Yeah, no, he was cool though. It was a good time. So just kind of funny. That's funny. Talk about the score tent because I was telling you, it's kind of in like a weird spot. Like it yeah. was facing kind of out, like to the right of the green, but then to the left of the tee deck. They kind of just like threw it somewhere, I think, where they weren't going to have too much people have issues with like crowds. Yeah. But the second day, we're obviously on the 19 and, and we hear, you know, because they, had, like you said, they had the bets for closest to, right? So, yeah, yeah. and you just hear like, oh, guys cheering. And then it's like, oh, this is your guy. This is your guy. I'll get it close. I'll suck your cock. All this, all this like crazy <laughs> shit. And we're like, who the hell are these people? Like, we obviously know them. So, anyways, Nazi's pissed off at this point, but he hits a shot. It like, it's like probably 35 feet, but on the green. So he hits the green. Nice. So the other two guys will go ahead. We we're, we're falling behind. We get up walking by dude. And they start going nuts. Like just screaming, <laughs> chanting like, Nazi, Nazi. And he's got like nothing. He's not showing any emotion. Yeah. He's just like, he's just too pissed off, too pissed off, too pissed off. He kind of cracks a smile. Cause they start going like, actually like, like, like nuts. who are these guys? <laughs> I kind of took a quick peek up. No, I was like, I, I don't recognize any of these guys off the top. Anyways, we everything quiets down a bit. We're about to walk over the bridge, and I turn around and give one of these. Let's fucking go with the hands, and they just start going nuts. And as he turns around, and starts dying laughing. We fucking go up to the green, dude. It was such a cool experience. And so it's funny, funny as I go to put the bag down at the back of the green, like because you have mm -hmm. to leave through the grandstand. Yeah, 
um, the like the I don't know what you call them the sec- not security but the like the tenant guy was like hey yeah. don't provoke those guys like they've been crazy all day it's like dude I am definitely provo- <laughs> provoking those guys <laughs> like let's go uh, but yeah so it, was, it was hilarious I was hoping someone would get a video or like a photo of it because I could literally like they were basically up at the green I'm and like it was just it. a shitty mood on the bag with him and he was pissed off and I wasn't having really that much fun like in the moment aspect obviously yeah, yeah. I think it was great so yeah just turn on just let's go <laughs> and then and then i realized i was like shit they probably got like hot mics and stuff <laughs> yeah. just yelling but, just but yeah screaming. anyways yeah that's so good. yeah yeah good good setup the boys the the atmosphere over there was always good yeah yeah they crush it and like all the promotions they have it's it's so sick so i, I love that they've done that the past few years it's been so fun yeah um Anyways, I guess we should get into this week. So um, if you haven't followed along on Instagram or, or obviously knew one of us, um, I was lucky enough to caddy in the RBC Open or Canadian Open this year. Uh, my buddy Drew got in on the Sunday. Crazy Sunday, too. We tee mm-hmm. off at 8.40 in the morning. We wrap up at 2, and he misses like a 12-footer foot or 8-footer ah, for birdie to get to 6-under, which would have basically solidified him without having to worry right. about a playoff. So he misses. He's 5. There's three other guys at 5. We have to wait till 8 p.m. that night to do a playoff. We tee off at 8.10 for the playoff. It's a four That's for three. Nezzy's all day saying, dude, if I get that putt again, I'm making it. So sure enough, dude, we hit it. Or he hits it. Hits it to the same spot, but seven feet or about six feet longer. What did he do? Walks in a birdie putt, says, see you later. Let's go to the open. Pack, That's pack a bags. Yeah, it was nuts. What was even crazier, dude, there was a guy that hit his tee shot pretty much out of play. Mm-hmm. He was underneath the tree. Had to take it unplayable, but hit from the fescue, hit it to like 20 feet. And there was another guy that was in the rough, hit it over the green. So we're walking into the green going, okay, it's pretty solidified that the three guys in play are going to go. Anyways, the guy chips it up that hit it over the green and hit a pretty poor chip. He was like, I don't know, maybe 12 feet. Yeah. Then Drew makes his birdie putt, so we're we're good. So now there's it's a three for two. Another guy hit the green. He two-putted for par. So now it just comes down to these last two guys. Like, what are they going to mm-hmm. do? Are they going to par to go for continue on the playoff, or is one going to make bogey? Dude, the guy that hit it out of play had to take an unplayable. Drains a 20-footer, just walks it Jeez. in, dripping in the cup. He Up just and down from the fescue? Oh, yeah. And he's just big <laughs> fist bump. Sure enough, the other guy misses, and he gets in. So it was a crazy Jeez. ending to a long, long day. I mean, we were yeah. sitting there for like a couple hours, and we're like, what do you want to do? So we did a full practice session. And then we had a shower. Now we're doing, we're hanging out. Like we're just trying to kill time the best yeah, we can. That's painful, man. I'd be losing my mind. I even did like this thing called grounding. I guess like I was listening to something. If, if you, if you like take off your shoes or like lay on like the ground, like actual earth, like it like helps. I don't know. It's supposed to help oh, with something grounded. Yeah. Yeah. So I they did like- that. I, I called it earthing to Drew. I was like, dude, I'm just going to do some earthing. He goes, dude, what do you mean earthing? He goes, I think you're talking about no grounding. Way. So I'm on the putting green, just lying on my back. feet, My socks are off. Shoes are off. Just like trying to connect with the earth. And that's what, that, that's what I did to meditate before the, before the playoff. Oh, shit. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so. too good. That's why I'm a big socks off guy walking around the house and shit like that. It's a similar concept. But well, I think that, it has to be like outside. It can't just be on like carpet. Yeah, ideally it is outside and stuff. But just, yeah, no, that is like a proven or theory thing. So it's funny to hear you doing that on that day, trying yeah. to stay mentally dialed. Yeah, trying to stay mentally dialed. I didn't need to stay mentally dialed at all because in the playoff, he stro- striped one down the middle, just picked yeah. up the bag, hit a wedge to like the same spot, and then walked in. So I, w- I was just like, beautiful buzzing buzzing um 
so yeah, so then obviously Monday was crazy. We had the Pro-Am, the Canadian Pro-Am. So we get into that. Get this. They put like one of the guys that lost in a playoff. They had his spot in the in the Pro-Am over Drew. They had the can't. They they like, he's the golf Canada kid. So like, yeah. this is how like, I think it's a little, not warped, but a little greasy how like they already had his name in the spot as if he was going to make it in, like all mm-hmm. this stuff. So the one guy goes, oh, we're supposed to play with this other guy. And Drew's like, Drew goes like, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, he lost in a playoff. Like, I'm, I'm supposed to be cut. Like, obviously, I'm in now. Um, yeah. He didn't say it rudely. He just said it like, yeah. Like, oh, he goes, that's, that's he happened, was, he, he was more shocked than the guy was. He was like, wait, they already had someone in the spot. Like, <laughs> what's Why? going on here? So we do that, but it's a, it was a gong show in morning, dude. The literally to get the credentials, to get the parking, to get everything, we're running around. Then we realized the, the shuttle to the, to the range is like, the largest Forever. inconvenience possible. He's able to For this like two... point from the actual property. It's the far corner. Yeah, dude. Apparently, like guys like Jason Duffner and stuff are walking through the golf course. <laughs> said screw it. Because like you knew at least then you could knew how long it was going to take you, right? Like you knew yeah. it was going to be 12 minutes or whatever, 10 minutes, where exactly. the car it could be like five minutes or it could be 25 minutes. Exactly. Like we had to have two guys on the Thursday. He drove up the left turn lane the entire way to get back over to, to hit our tea time. And there was a guy that almost missed his tea time. He, he had a minute to spare and he ended up making the cut. Imagine he missed the cut because he couldn't get there in time. Like, oh my dude, God. Guys would have been just absolutely floored. Floored. Um, but yeah, so we, what I'll just kind of explain kind of how the week went in a yeah. sense of like what, what, what went on. So they had this, I was kind of worried because obviously as a player, you're allowed to go into the locker room, but you can't go into anything else with the player. Like you can't, it's fully right. segregated. So can't eat with anyone. And most of the players, the caddies is a full business relationship anyway. So it's not like yeah. they like, want to eat together, but like in yeah. this scenario, it kind of sucked. Right. Cause I'm just go, oh, I'll be a Steven Glansberg in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway, so we get there, we, we see the locker and then, um, because we had to go right to the prom, I kind of went up to the caddies lounge at like 8 PM on Monday. And there's like nothing really there. I was like, oh, this is this is kind of weird. Like this kind of sucks. So yeah. the next day we go up, we show up. We've this is the only full day to practice. So I get there and dude, it's sick. They're like, you want a locker? I was like, well, I don't need one, but yeah, give me one. Yeah, so come on. Took, took, took a locker. They have the barber. It's called the High Fade in there. So they had a girl working in there for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. She left. They had a masseuse or massage therapist in there. That was How many all week. Did you get? Pardon? How many haircuts did you get? Just one. Just one. It eh? was tough. I was and and no I got a shave up? too. I got a shave on the on the beard. She goes, "You want to you want to come? You want your facial hair cut?" I go, "I have facial hair. I didn't know." <laughs> straight blade. <laughs> yeah, straight blade. She straight bladed the back and the neck, dude. Oh, the skin was sensitive. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she took longer than anticipated. Like she was really nice. She wasn't trying to be slow, but she kept like making comments like, "Oh, I don't want to be the one that like makes you late." Like because I was like waiting. Basically, yeah, just like yeah. when Drew texted me, he was like, Hey, we're, I'll meet you in the range. Like, we're leaving. I, I was like, Okay. So I'm I was gonna, like, How am I falling? Yeah. So she does this straight blade and it starts to like, I think, bleed a little bit. So she's like dabbing it with blood. And I'm like, Dude, can we just get this haircut over with? Like, I got to go. Like, if it bleeds, it bleeds. Like, it's all good. But anyway, so that was, that was cool. Um, we got a sick little gift bag from Levelware too. We got, um, we got a shirt that says Looper on it, which is kind of neat. That we got dope. shorts from them. And then we got to pick a choice of a, of a pullover hoodie or like a quarter zip. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of nice. Oh, and a, one of those tools that clean the grooves, I yeah, guess, to yeah. help, with, help us with their job. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so that was neat. Um, and 
and yeah, that that was kind of how it went up there. The food there was, oh man, having like Gosh. first day walked in for breakfast, getting like uh, eggs Benedict with with uh, with, that, with that sauce on, little female action, yeah, yeah. home fries, like just, and then they had top sirloins the next day. They had salmon, they had salad. It was like Jesus. the best I've eaten in probably I don't know ever, probably six months. Yeah, <laughs> just every day. Just okay, cool. They also had pints up there, buddy. Uh oh. Not supposed to be a pint. Well, I, I don't think they can like fully like say there's pints, but like guys are crushing pints. Because on Tuesday, yeah. the big news was the merger. So I'm getting a exactly. haircut and everyone's freaking out. And I'm going, what's <laughs> everyone freaking out for? They're like, Shambly or Brandon uh, Shambly's not going to have a job. I'm like, what's going on? Anyways, so <laughs> get up out of the haircut and realize what was going on. So we had their big player meeting at 4 p.m., right? Right. So all the caddies were in the caddy lounge and all the players are obviously in the players lounge. So we're crushing pints. Just like listening to what what's going on, everyone's like, "Dude, this is like just nuts." Yeah, and I was like, "That would have been crazy atmosphere." Like, especially even caddies are like, everyone's losing their mind there. Yeah, like we're, we're I, he wasn't gonna go to it, and then we're sitting out front of the locker room, and he's like, "Should I just go to it?" I go, "Dude, why wouldn't you go to it? This is like the biggest moment in golf history, yeah. like in theory." Yeah, one of them. Yeah, in when a it sense comes of to the governance of it and like how yeah, it works, like for sure being there. So he said it was just like crazy in there. Like nuts. How many guys? Like, are you, like all the players went in that meeting, or like, what's the deal? Yeah, I think there was like probably a hundred in the in it. Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, um, you know, said some stuff and whatnot, but he goes, I guess Maverick McNeely. Have you heard of that name? Yep. He's like, he came from like, I think it's Stanford. Like, he his parents own like a a billion dollar company or multi million dollar company. So he's he's like very smart business wise. So I guess he was mm -hmm. throwing questions at Jay and like and Jay had like, like no jabs. response. <laughs> yeah. Like like basically saying like if you know if these are investors, like the way a business works with investors is that, that they have a say in what's going they, on. All shots. Yeah. Yeah. He was like actually making very good intellectual I mean, comments. Way more detailed than what I just reflect, said. Reflect, reflect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then there's other people saying like Oh, this is like you need to resign, like just freaking out, and then yeah. Rory telling guys to play better. <laughs> what? Like yeah, yeah. Grayson, uh, Grayson Murray, I guess, told Jay like you need to resign immediately. Like this is so embarrassing. And then they got into talking about all the money and stuff, and and Roy basically just turned around and was like, "Dude, just play better, and you'll be fine." Like just like <laughs> freaking out at him. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. So insane, but. I mean, really cool day to be a part of that in a way. I mean, we should didn't have to be a part of it, but I mean, cool day to be there. Of course, um, it happens the on the Canadian Open as well. Typical yeah, just like drama. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, luckily Nick Taylor won, so it feels like everything got like washed a under. year ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially 100%. the way he did it was was pretty pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I guess the one thing, last kind of thing I'll talk about before we kind of get into. Maybe the round and 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 the Canadian Open was. I met this caddy. His name's Damon Green. So during the pro am, caddies are just walking around like they're yeah. not playing because the Canadian pro am is just all Canadian guys. So yeah, every time I saw a caddy, I was like, "Hey, dude, like, what's going on? Like, I've never done this before. Can you help me with this? Like, <laughs> in the most like polite way." And they're looking at me like, "What do you mean? <laughs> Can you just like, what do you like? What are you jotting down? What are you pacing out?" Anyway, so I met one guy named Scott. He was a good dude. Only with him for like a hole and then if this last guy um we started on 12 on the pro so we finished obviously on 11 so on 10 t he's there everyone walks ahead i start talking to him I go, hey like you know who are you looping for blah blah, blah. Mm -hmm. get talking to him sure enough this dude looped for zach johnson for 15 years Ryder cup captain you ever heard of him like yeah. legit so i go, dude that's nuts 
He goes, yep. He goes, um, now he's catting for a guy named Brandon Matthews, younger guy. Right. Yeah. Hits the ball a mile. Yeah, he's a, a bigger mile. lad, right? He had he had 105 left on the par 518. Jesus. Car- yeah, he carried it carried all. Carried the shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. And guys in the caddy lounge are like, oh, what do you end up making? <laughs> David goes, same as everyone else, birdie. <laughs> just couldn't, just, just hates it. I guess his short game isn't the best. Yeah. And so he just like, he he's saying it's, you know, I go, what's it like being with Zach compared to Brandon now? He goes, well, dude, you're dealing with a guy that hit hit it like 260 down the middle, and now I'm dealing with a guy at 340 that doesn't even know what a fairway is. Yeah, <laughs> right. And it's like so you you, you have to tr- strategically be different. Um, yeah. You know, he's looking for places to miss. Like where where can he miss the tee shot? Because he knows he you know he's probably there's a good chance he might not hit the fairway. Right. Where yeah. Zach you're not completely about different that. to him. Exactly. And he said he liked it. He said he liked the aspect of you know being in the mode of actually like mentoring someone. Yeah, he said probably the last having few... the challenge. Like you get to a point where Zach probably with that experience, he's pretty much a dialed. He, yeah, he needs a caddy for certain things, but a lot of it he's probably got figured out on his own. Where this other guy is fairly new, I'm assuming, which means he's got to have some guidance for sure. Which is exactly what I was about to get into. Yeah, um, he kind of got bored by the end of it, right? He said they had a great relationship, obviously, but um, he just, yeah, he just, you know, he didn't really have much to tell Zach. He just right. kind of carried the bag and helped him with certain things right so makes sense so anyway so we get on to we do 10 together and then we go on on to 11 it's a par three so he hits it he goes down drew stripes one like probably the nice. best one of the day to like it lands about six feet from the hole and then rolls out so he gets up he's pacing things off and i go what are you pacing off he goes dude get your yardage book out i go dude i don't have a yardage book he goes what he goes you're you don't have a yardage book I go, okay well back up the bus he go, i didn't have time to get one before the pro-am and Drew didn't give me one. So, yeah, I don't have a goddamn yardage book. Okay. <laughs> Let's just back this up. So, anyways, he shows me this theory. He goes, dude, you have to pace it off from the back of the deck, get the yardage with the with the pin. He goes, you write down that number. Then you write down how far the pin's on. Then you write down the club that the guy used. Then you write down the wind direction. Then you write, write down what it carried. And then you pace off what the rollout was. Oh, yeah. And then you have the full total full yardage. I was going, dude, that sounds like such common sense. But like, no way I was gonna do that. <laughs> it's like, no, I just wanna, I just wanna pull the pin and wait to the ball to go in the hole and go put the pin yeah. back in. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So that was kind of cool. And like, dude, I'm like struggling. Like, I'm like, dude, like he's tell, telling us to me. I go, Fuck, I'm trying to write it down. And yeah. I go, can I just take a photo of it? He goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, it's not that complicated, but yeah, you can. <laughs> so sure, sure enough, he leaves. He 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 goes, oh, I'll, I'll walk with you a couple holes. Um, we're going to twelve anyway. So no, we're down the pro am. Um. So we're going back in. So we go back in and I'm Drew and I and Dave are talking Drew's dad. And I forget who mentioned it might've been Drew or Dave, or maybe I said, it, I don't know. Like, dude, mm-hmm. that guy would have been sick to fall for a while. And someone was like, Oh yeah, I just go follow him. So I was like, fuck. So I dropped the bag. down. It's a like long ass day. It's like eight 30 already. I go. So I start sprinting out. Then, then, then I get in my head, like, this is kind of awkward. Like, so I'm on 13 or 12 and I'm pretending to like get yardages and like write shit down, which I'm not doing. I'm just like, look, cause like I can see him up in, in front of up. me, but I'm yeah. not trying to. So then I kind of speed up, speed up. I see him on the next hole. He keeps looking back. He keeps looking back. He, and then finally I just, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to approach him. So we all up. I go, Hey dude, I don't want to interrupt doing your work. I know, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do, but do you mind? Like if I just like follow you and just like look at what you're doing. Yeah. And I, I was waiting for like the second pause to say like, dude, get the hell out of here. Yeah. He's like, no, he's like, dude, obviously. Yeah. Come on. Like, this will be fun. Like, so anyway, so he starts shooting the shit. He, he was talking about a caddy that basically, um, 
he tried to mentor before and just didn't want anything to do with it. And mm-hmm. and in his mind, you know, mentor is the best way to learn. And I said, yeah, dude, I did four years of school and, you know, I learned the most from doing college pro, which is basically just doing it and me- mentorship from people. He goes, yeah, yeah, dude, exactly. So we start shooting the shit. He starts telling me, you know, you got to pace off all the slopes on the greens and like the runouts. And I go, holy fuck, dude, like these guys do so much work. Like, yeah. and just like the issue with them is that when they do something right it's expected but when they do something wrong it's like dude you completely screwed up yeah there's no error room like like players are, you know your player is going to hit a bad shot here and there you know all that's going to happen there's so many different variables but you're playing a numbers game basically as a caddy so you have to be like you're expected to be right all the time like you said which that just fucking sucks it ne- never puts you in a good spot relationship wise with the player <laughs> no so we're walking and he's he's like do you know how to pace and i go ah i do know how to pace i do that for a living okay <laughs> With painting, I know I need to know how to measure stuff, so that I'm okay with. She's like, okay, well, that's yeah. the first step because obviously you'll pace it at a decent uh, you'll m- mark. But yeah. we get talking, and he starts. I I go, have you ever like screwed up or like badly? He goes, mm-hmm. one time with Zach, he was playing the final round with Tiger, and he gave him a number, and he Zach flew over the green. He turns to him, he goes, I fucking expect more to you. That was the wrong number. All this stuff. He and he goes, dude, I'm sorry. Like I. I truly did screw up like yeah and got, so zach's just fuming goes up hits in the bunker then he has to hit hit it out he hits like a four footer for uh for par mm-hmm. damon's going please lord baby jesus six pounds eight ounces make this four footer make this four footer <laughs> of course he misses it right and yeah. i said so i pop up i go i go he came over and he was yelling at me yeah i, I expect more i expect more i go you should have just told him like tell me you told him you expected to make four footers <laughs> and he just started dying laughing because that would have been one of the funniest things I could have said back to him. Anyways, yeah. he didn't because he had tail between his legs. He goes, dude, I just screwed Shit up. This, is, like, this is a Sunday in a final group with Tiger. Next hole, he's still fuming, hits one right. There's like a stream that's about two feet wide. And of course, his ball's right in it. So he still goes off on him. And he and Damon turns to him and goes, dude, it's last hole. I'm sorry. He goes, just hit me to get everything out and leans his face into him real close. And Zach just like kind of looks at him and they both just start laughing. He just, re- something clicked in his head that was like, dude, this is stupid. Why am I like, it's been almost 25 minutes. Yeah. Like it's one shot. Like, let's just move on. And sure enough, they, they continue to, I don't know, play better. I, I think he ended up losing, but um, still you're talking difference yeah. of a th- like thousands and thousands of dollars though when you're in that kind of crunch time like i can imagine the pressure i'd feel like shit like after yeah. messing up yeah so then just to wrap this kind of thing up we're on the range the next day um and he comes over to me because this is after thursday and so friday morning we're on the range and he he goes walks by goes let me see your yardage book i go why he goes i want to see what notes you have in there <laughs> I go, damn it, I don't have any notes in there, no, dude. No, no, no. He goes, what do you do? I felt like a, a kid not doing their homework in yeah. like public school. I was like, oh, dude. And he was like, so anyways, he starts shooting the shit. Like, I guess the guy's into chewing a lot, like like tobacco. Yeah, yeah. And as he had these dins in his uh, um all week, right? And yeah. he so we open them and he's like, What what the hell is that? And he starts smelling it and he puts his head like right into it. And me and Drew are like, what? No, like chill. it's not chew, it's just it's just nicotine. Uh I don't know. He was a he was a great guy. It turns out I, I Google search him after. He's got like twenty k mm-hmm. followers on Twitter. He's had seventy five plus wins on the mini tour. He's won fifteen times as a as a caddy. Like this dude is a well, like actually veteran. been doing it for a living. Yeah, and winning like playing golf too. Really? Like not PJ tour wins, but like mini tours and and yeah, yeah, you yeah. know 
tournaments and whatnot. So the dude's an absolute weapon. He wants to move to Muskoka and retire. I go, buddy, when you move up there, let me know. (laughs) I'll paint your house and come for another lesson. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's got a wicked short game. Really? So I'd love to play around. He's actually how old would you say he was? Ooh. You can lowball Uh, for him in case he hears this. I think 60, 65, maybe. True. Maybe a bit older. I don't know. Hard to tell. Hard to tell. We'll go with 63. Fair enough. Fair enough. I hope he's like 65 and you just lowball him. Keep him feeling good. Yeah. Maybe 60. We'll go with 60. <laughs> we'll go with 60. The lower, lower. Um, That's too good. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, that was a really cool experience. Really appreciate uh, that. That was really, really fun. And, you know, a lot of guys are welcoming. So, it was cool to, to do that. It's so funny how the caddies are different within the caddy room like lounge as opposed to outside like in the caddy lounge like the best caddies are the best caddies but like out like on the you know course they're just yeah. like they're caddies so yeah <laughs> they're just like a different mindset but um yeah overall it was a it was a tough week we grinded well the first day 70 73 probably sh- should have been like even or one one under we weren't yeah. that far out of what we need to do and then tuesday one of, or friday was one of those days just on the range and he goes i'm either gonna hit it great or i'm gonna hit it horrible and didn't uh didn't hit it that great and kind of banged it around but um probably had the, to be a little bit aggressive too and in, in terms of his mindset like knowing that he had to go basically two under to make the cut kind of thing right yeah yeah that definitely didn't help and you know the the front was the front was very hard this week i, I know nick taylor went low on it he went four under on the and missed uh a birdie punt on nine to, to go five yeah. which is very impressive but it was tough a couple of the holes the fairways were tight a lot of undulation um but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, what guy, did you think about the course? I mean, just do a quick little breakdown of it. But I'm curious, I I think it was a little bit of a funky. The back nine was fine. Like the back nine was really straightforward. Um, so there's not much you can do there. But the front was a little because they did the two nines. They split up the two nines mm-hmm. and and made one. I think it was a little like inconvenient. I heard it was really inconvenient for pedestrians or like pedestrians to yeah, walk the golf dude. course. Yeah, that's what stopped me from going back for another day, to be honest, because I was like, damn, it'd be sick to go back. But I'm like, to to get everything I want to get done in just a few hours, like, because I would have only been able to go in the afternoon. I'm like, it's just not worth all the walking. Like, it was real tough to get around. Yeah, which, I don't know, I, I don't like. Like, And one's a weird hole. Like, you hit so far down and then go so far up high, you can't see the hole. Yeah. Two's, like, not, not a bad hole. Three's, like, just a hard golf hole, like, to hit the fairway. Like, yeah. I think, like, we had planned to basically have that hole be a four and a half hole where you know throughout the four days if you average out four and a half you're happy because you're going to yeah. make bogeys around the golf course and that was yeah. a hole that you know you had to and luckily you hit the fairway the first day smoked it probably the best drive he had all week and nice. um left out for, or missed for birdie but yeah it was just kind of I, I really i don't want to use the word corky because it wasn't corky it was just it was just off like the green the rough was so long so did not oh, need to be that long did they the ever greens, cut it no, I don't think so. Jeez. And the greens were kind of slower, but I guess because of all the undulation, they kind of needed to be, or else it would have been kind of weird. Yeah, there's um, lots of rain or like moistness yeah, in the morning fair. and stuff too that slowed it down. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it was, I'll put it this way great experience. The golf course is obviously, you know, in, in good shape, but I think there yeah. could have been other courses that would have helped display Canadian golf a bit better for, for the tour, for the tour event. And yeah. I think a lot of guys felt that way as guys who, who are from Canada or played in Canada a lot. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Can't have everything. No, you can't have everything. I I, I think it's back there next year again, too. 2026. It 2026. goes somewhere else. Uh, I want to say it goes out, out of Ontario well, for the next one. Doesn't it go? I thought it's back to St. George's next year. And then it goes like Montreal, does it not? Maybe. Does it go 2026, back to I'm almost positive it goes to back where it was this year. Which is crazy, because I wonder what they'll do with the whole scenario because they, they definitely got to figure out some with the with the with the range for sure but yeah i mean you know who doesn't hate the golf course or not that we hate it but you know who does you know who <laughs> loves the golf course who nick taylor oh tell me about it that was nuts the playoff obviously everyone's heard about it now it's 72 foot eagle putt just back to hamilton the first time year. in 69 years oh yeah because hamilton redid their golf course that's why they didn't have it this year yeah yeah like completely redid it yeah um uh, yeah, so his first time winning in 69 years. Played with, uh, we actually played with him on Tuesday. Played with uh, Nick Taylor and, and his caddy, Dave Marco. Great guys. Um, just the four of us, well, and Nick's coach, um, mm-hmm. which is re- re- really cool. Um, Dave used to caddy from Gleggs, who is on the tour now, but then uh, ended up hanging out or getting involved with Nick. And um, yeah. I mean, good for them. That's pretty cool. Both Canadian guys um, grew up local. Well, I guess. Nick's from more out west, but um, yeah, I think he was like Winnipeg or something like yeah. that. And but Dave, maybe Dave's an Ontario kid. So, nice. and did you see the tuny the guy put in the cup? On 18? yeah, what was that about? I saw it and I, I was so confused, but it was also kind of like interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like they did that in the Vancouver Olympics with the loony in center ice. Right, I guess right, right. On right. Sunday, the guy that did the cups put a tuny up underneath the cup. That's, that's so cool. cool. Yeah, like that's such a little. Like I wonder what kind of maintenance guy or whoever did that. Like, I wonder if yeah, that was like a younger kid guys, or what. I think they, I think they bring in their own guys. That would be interesting for certain things. For certain things, obviously with things. the with cups the and stuff guy or... cutting the cops probably didn't because like why would he unless he was Canadian and worked for them? But I'm almost yeah. positive they bring in, or maybe they bring in some people and not other people. But yeah. um, do you imagine having the nerves like having to make? Cut cups on Sunday. Oh, not a chance. Not a chance. You fuck up <laughs> one time. The green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what what was cool about Nick, dude? So he was T120 after he shot 75. Drew beat him by two shots on Thursday. Like he, yeah. he wasn't like remotely in it at he all. He was like 120th out of 156 or something like that. Yeah. And so the wor- the, the most recent worst positions after round one to win. Ian Poulter, T-123 at the 2018 Houston Open. And Jason Day, T-113 in the 2018 Farmers Insurance. What a year for 2018 Jeez. to be to have a bad yeah. first round. Totally. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that I think is was, insane, though. Like you said, T-120 and came back, shot 66, 63, and I think 67. Um, so good for him, man. Apparently, he had a pep talk with his wife after the, the Thursday round. And, um, I mean, obviously, it worked because he Set was straight a little bit. Yeah. How about the fourth Canadian to win, buddy? We call, did we, That's what, what did I we call? was going to say. Did we man. call four or do we? Hunter, I think we, we said at like, least three. I think we said at least three in wrap four. And I, four I think one of my takes was Penrith was going to win this year. And he's one of them that has not won yet. Dude, four different wins, Canadians. If he yeah, wins. No. That, that would be five, like really the only other guy would be had if Hadwin wins and Penrith wins. That's basically all the Canadians. Yeah. That are like full time tour players. Pretty much. Yeah. It is insane. And like they haven't been the smallest tournaments either. Like obviously this one, relatively good size, and just it shows you it's not easy for a Canadian to win because they haven't done it in what 69 years. 69. So like that was so that's nasty. And then Corey winning the uh I think his was like Valero, something like that. It was in Texas, but that's normally a pretty good one as well. 
Um, and then a couple early on in the year for the boys. Like that's just nuts. It's it's such a great year for Canadian golf. And it's so cool to see that it's actually different people as well. Like it'd be cool to see yeah. a repeat too, but that's four guys that have all won on tour this year. I don't love to know last time something even like that even came close to happening. Like I don't yeah. know if it has before. Four Canadians in one year. I doubt it has. No, I don't think so. Dude, for a long time there wasn't even like four Canadians with like in the top like, 150 golfers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's I mean, what a week. It was super fun. I see I know this is obviously overplayed, but Adam Hadwin getting decked. Did you, you see what the, not you see what the USGA about. guys did about their for his locker? Yeah. They put the yeah. high hat and the, and the, and the patrol construction shit basically yeah. in there in safety. It is so funny. And it actually at first I thought it was kind of crazy for it to happen. It, not that it wasn't, but I thought he was wearing his golf shit still. He was, to be fair, in just like a little hoodie and jeans. Yeah. Like if you're if you're some random security guard but, that's literally just getting contracted for the weekend, like at least good for him for paying attention. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, the risk reward is 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 worth it. Someone random comes on and, and goes to tap like he doesn't know he's thinking he's just running at him with some, yeah. with an object. So if something were to happen, his job would be screwed over. Now it's just like yeah. a funny like thing Laughing and no one like moment, hates yeah. him and it just kinda like you know, he he might get a tryout with an ex an XFL, XFL team or something. Team, yeah, see, see, the rocks watching in. Yeah, it is funny too. But like, I don't know with the whole object idea. Like, guy was running in with a champagne bottle. No one else is like a regular spectator with a champagne bottle. Like, yeah. I don't know. No, I agree with that. I'm just saying. super I funny think, though. Yeah, it is funny. It is funny. One other. Uh, oh yeah, no, that's not that funny. I, I won't say it. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go into slim stats this week. So I, I got a good one for you. So yeah. my boy Lou Stranger, Twitter, follow him. He's great. Um, what's the percentage of a five index player making bogey or worse on a hole that they play? Um, I'd say so a five index player percentage nah, of making 30, bogey and worse on a hole they play. Thirty-four percent chance. Forty-four percent. Oh, okay, respectable. Dude, that's crazy to think that pretty much. When I tee up a golf ball, there's a fifty percent chance. Like obviously I making I'm, a bogey worse. I'm, I'm real I'm realistic about it, but that's nuts to just have that mindset going, yeah. If you made a I guess a par, you're you're killing it. Yeah. No, it is uh pars are good. Pars are good. <laughs> it's can't take them not, for granted. Definitely not. Definitely not. So, anyways, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. I would have thought a little bit lower too. I thought it would have been around the thirty percent mark as well. Yeah, especially because like, it's like worse. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, the worse. I feel like it just take takes it out somehow. Thirty, like thirty three percent would be six holes, right? Which seems mm, high. Yeah, I think so. Right, six, twelve, eighteen. Big math, guys. Yep. Yeah. My yeah. mental math, buddy. My mental math. It's now, dialed down. It's just yeah. like, <laughs> the first couple of days, then he's like, "Dude, what's like? You got the number?" And I'm sitting there with my fingers trying Freaking. to add the slope of seven to like one thirty nine. I'm going 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46. Yeah, it's one forty six. <laughs> Such a dumbass. But I'd be freaking out too. I'd I'd come up with some bad numbers. Yeah. So either way, it's uh, it it's just I don't know. Cool. You just, just it, it's funny too, th like going off that and like how, I mean, I get pretty pissed off with golf sometimes. Like I get pretty sucky sometimes yeah. as, as you would know. And it's so funny being on the other end. Cause some of the holes, like you're not the best body language. It's like, dude, you got to like, not like let it show. He goes, 
dude, you know exactly how it is. Like when you three putter, you hit a bad tee shot. You're you're pissed off too. I go, dude. Yeah. I know that's not the point. Okay? I know. Yeah, that's you're the, you're point. a tough person to have that conversation with if you're trying to influence him in a way. He's like, yeah, that's like telling your drug addict uncle, <laughs> and he's telling you to stop doing drugs. He's like, yeah, Uncle Jim, really, really, you <laughs> tell me to stop doing drugs. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, too so, funny. Anyways, um, all right, you want to go between clubs? Yeah, I'm down. Um, do you have the two things listed there? Or am I gonna scroll down? I yeah, you scroll down there right there. Beautiful, 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 yeah. beautiful. He, you can explain it. All right. So oh wait, no, they lost it there. We're no, almost right. there. There it is. Got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So a funny post the other day, saw it. There's like 10 things listed of just like the most douchebag like golfing actions or things you can do that a lot of people do. So I mean I figured I'd pair make two teams paired with two of the things. And then I want you to tell me which guy you would rather play with, like rather put up with, because both of these people suck ass. So the one guy, he walks in like majority of putts. Even when he's like missing them, he like still tries to walk in and think he's making it. And it's just like absurd. And then he's also the same guy who like pulls or pushes his drive like a little bit and he hits the fairway and he's like, oh, like that was off the toe. Like that was slightly off the heel. Like you're just trying to say good shot, man, and move forward. So just kind of a more cocky golfer. But then you have this guy. Who? I don't know. Might be worse. He's white. <laughs> he's white pants, and he's he's not on tour, but he thinks he is. So he's white pants. It's thirty three degrees midsummer, and he just rocks them almost every round. And not clean. They they got not some clean. dirt. They like, definitely some wear got marks. some stains. Yeah, some there's sweat marks. sweat marks around his ass. Like like <laughs> toss toss him away. Get some new ones. But then he's also a guy who's like three minutes into meeting you if you paired up with them random like single and he's already asking you what your handicap is and he just cuts you off when you're about to say yours just to mention that his is like a 12. <laughs> okay i got two ways to answer this between club segment if i'm playing a match i want the guy in white pants asking me what my handicap is <laughs> especially if it's a non-handicap event but if it's a handicap event i don't want that guy because that guy's sandbagging to shit he's telling <laughs> yeah. you he's a 12 but he's probably like a seven and he's yeah. letting you know so that's the one if we're playing straight up just for like shits and giggles i'll yeah. take the guy walking in putts and saying the drives because it's easier to chirp that guy if he's walking in putts that he missed right he's yeah. like kevin on it without kevin on it so yeah. it's an interesting <laughs> take but i'd love that guy if i'm playing a match white pants yeah you just want to beat the piss off of him <laughs> yeah and it like get steven ames nine and eight see you later go home <laughs> yeah. and wash the pants yeah no that definitely would be super satisfying but just like talking to that guy for however long like you know that's not the worst conversation he's going to bring up is your handicap just the fact that he brings it up early means he's going to have terrible conversation pieces for the future he's probably got like ricky fowler like but uh butter blades too oh yeah oh yeah 100 percent. like those cobras <laughs> that literally could slice like they're probably the skinniest yeah and as soon as you bring up the idea like hey maybe you shouldn't play those he's like no no no, no, no. like trust i got me, fitted trust i got fitted i got fitted <laughs> i got fitted <laughs> <laughs> yeah so honestly I, I i'm burying that guy no matter what kind of golf i'm playing you're burying him my take. Uh, yeah i don't want to even see that guy on the course ideally because even if i see him from groups over i'm already my day just got worse like <laughs> white pants are no go now um but then i also kind of want to say I, I basically already play with guys who do the walk-in putts like I, i'm probably that guy to be honest i'm a big walk-in guy and then uh i play with a couple guys that are pretty good and like we play tight courses and i'll be like oh i'm like a good shot you're on the left side of the fairway be like oh yeah like so i pushed it off the heel it's like nothing's ever perfect like the pro i'm westview marty i'm shouting him out again i played with him on saturday guy shoots 75 just Ooh. a clean little 75 and 
he the whole time is just like spazzing out at himself. He can't play a full 18 because he's so ADHD and he just spazzes out. He's like, Oh, I fucking like, if I make this putt here, I'm going to putt like this, putt like this. And I'm like, Oh my God, dude, like you're shooting 75. So stress-free right now. And I'm freaking hosling shots left, right and center. Come on, mix in a smile for me. All right. So I feel like me, I me and Marty might have a good twosome. Oh, you and Marty. We, we uh, would just talk. To, we wouldn't need to talk to each other. We just talk to ourselves the whole time. Mental shambles. And then the thing about both of you is you're, you're your own worst enemies. Like, I don't think you get rattled exterior on the course. Like, I'm not going to really get in your head that much. It's same with Marty. I'm, no one's getting his head but him. But boy, does he get in his head often. <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious. Good yeah. times. Well, hopefully, you know, you don't play with any white pants, handicap asking people. Never. Ban them. Unreal. All right. Well, let's get into this week. The U.S. Open at Los Angeles Country Club. Um, Pretty cool course. First time there's been a PJ event there since 1940. So that goes back a long time. Um, par 70, 7,400 yards, five par threes. They range from 77 yards to 303. There was one, I think 11s, like they have it at like 290. That's so dumb, man. Like I, I, I'm, I am excited to, to watch that to be fair, but there, you think there's got to be one guy in that field that hits driver? Dude, if it's into the win, 100%. Like the two rounds for driving is like 295, dude. I know, but I mean, like, how are you setting up for this? Like, knowing that these guys are going to have to be hitting drivers, I just don't get it. The worst part is, is that the rough's so long that you cannot miss the green. Yeah. Like, you'd almost rather be in a bunker than the rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, I I got a question before we go into some of our picks. Now that you can gamble again, now that you're outside of the the whole PGA parameters. But uh, with, with the rough being like that and, the course being long but it's low par. What do you think the winning score is going to fall between? I if personally think, it, I think it's going it to be. I think it's going to be like minus eight. I was going to say six. Yeah. If they're saying I think how, it's under if, ten. If they're sure. saying how hard it is, I think it's going to be minus six. Yeah. It's, it's going to depend on the weather too. Mm-hmm. That's it's true. I mean, LA right? weather's so never that bad. that tough. It might yeah. get windy, but it's not normally too rainy from what I, at least i thought i know <laughs> yeah that's fair so yeah i actually don't mind minus eight i think it's it's definitely gonna be single digit i think so yeah right, you go you go eight i go six we'll do the prices right that means you <laughs> if i'm over can't win right you gotta be under i, I don't even watch that show so know. i'm looking pretty pretty right now i think okay fair enough but i don't know at least going into my picks i've had one that i've said for the past probably two or three months what you want to say oh, I, just, I was just going to say some tips before we get into actual. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Hovland sure. looks like a pretty good stat. Um, he's been minus 27 under in the last three majors, mm-hmm. like combined. Um, he's seven shots better than any other player. So Scheffler's his closest competitor with, at minus 20. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't won a major yet. There's also this thing with. Um, oh, boy. All right. Yeah, I lost my phone. But yeah, ADHD, you know, he it had something to do with his placing at the Masters, his placing at the PGA, and he won the memorial. And John Rahm had like this very similar place to PGA, very similar place to the Masters, and then would have won the memorial, but then had the COVID thing. Right. He was like 10 shots up. So yeah. there's some, you know, if you believe in that, I guess what the Jordan Speeth had that, right? He won every Sunday after Thanksgiving or Easter or something like that. Yeah, so if you believe in that type Masters, of shit, yeah. Hovland looks pretty a pretty good pick. Also the winners of the past 12 U.S. Opens mm-hmm. have been a greater, or I guess, a greater number than 
basically 15 plus 1500 other than Spieth in 2015 and Rom in 2021. Interesting. So there's some just food for thought. I know you already had your picks. You didn't care. I'm just I'm just letting people know that that's kind of what. Yeah, no, that's definitely good info. And to be honest, I, if I'm picking two guys, like the only one that I really had locked down for the longest time has, has been Max Homa. I don't remember exactly which event it was, but he's won at this course before. Yeah, um, he's an L.A. boy or a California boy. And uh, yeah, so his odds, I got a plus twenty eight hundred. I think that's pretty good for the most part. Um, they were lower for a while. He just hasn't been playing one a lot. And even when he has been playing recently, yeah, has been playing insanely great. Yeah. So uh, that's the only thing that scares me a little bit with him, but I'm still going to ride that one just because I've been on it forever. Um, and then I think I have to take a long ball hitter after some of the stats you mentioned, as well as just the course in general. And it's, it's difficult to say, cause it makes me want to go with like a Rom Scheffler Rory, but like I'm, Brooks is dangerous again too, man. So I'm gonna honestly take Tony in this one. Tony Fina hits the ball a pretty decent way. Ooh, um, sneaky there. So I'm gonna go Homa and Tony. Both a little bit longer shots. Both have like roughly ten guys more favorite than them. So we'll okay, well, see. I'm going with my boy Alexander Shoffley because I've been on him all year, and I saw some <laughs> article that it might be his year. So let's go, let's hop on the horse, let's get it done. <laughs> and then I'm going. I'm gonna go with Tommy Fleetwood, dude. I feel like he's a guy that's been on the radar a lot. He's never won on the PGA Tour. He got kind of, you know, played well this week um, yeah. and just couldn't get it done. And I feel like he's rolling into a, a good headspace. Um, yeah. And I, I like I like it. Dude, what I also think is kind of crazy is that the top three guys in that tournament last week, their opening rounds were all under uh, or were all over 70. That if is Fleetwood pretty went, wild. Fleetwood went 70-70. He was four under at the, after the cut. Yeah, it Same honestly happened with a lot of guys. I think yeah. throughout that week, like a lot of guys had a really tough first round, and then just started like buzzing through the weekend. Which I don't know if the do course think, necessarily got any easier. But do you, do you think it has to do with them seeing the course more and like once they get to know the golf course, they're just gonna play better and better and better? Where like I think an am almost plays better the opposite, just blind because you're not to, worried about to misses, a certain you're extent. If you're, you're blind yeah. shots and like target golf, no. But like I just mean. You know, I think I'm better off playing a course maybe my like first three times I am playing it like yeah. the 40th time because you get too much Dude, shit in your head. I hit two bad shit. shots at Westview. I just approach every hole and I'm like, oh yeah, this hole's hard. This hole's hard. This hole's hard. Like I don't go in with an open mind at all. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't go OB left. And next thing you know, I'm got my arm out like this. Yeah. So no, you're totally right. I think it does make an impact, especially for those really, really skilled guys that like they see something in the first round and now they've eliminated that completely from their game plan, which I think is huge. Yeah. No, I think it's, hopefully it's a good week, man. I, it's kind of cool having the Canadian Open. Like, that was a fun week for, I think, a lot of people. And then now right into yeah. this, like, the major. Um, Great back-to-back -back weeks. Speaking of majors and, and giveaways and hats and things like that, check out the Valspar hat. It suits It suits the fitting, or fits the suiting? No, it fits the... Mm. Mm, that fits one your head, work. I guess. <laughs> there you go. Fits the head. Fucking... <laughs> I always wanted one of these things and on they didn't have them. They all all they had was the Janny King towels and the you know, have you seen those Janny King towels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they only give them the PGA tour because they just sponsored the PGA tour. So right. it's just like huge advertising, which is so smart of them because mm -hmm. a lot of guys use them. Anyway, yeah. so every morning I'd go in a, I had like a little routine. I'd go into the Kyrie Lounge, grab a Janny King towel, go over, uh, grab a bite to eat, go to my locker, shower, and then get ready. So but I they never had the hats. So then on Saturday morning we had to drop the courtesy car off. So I was like, oh, we might as well eat at the course because it's free, right? 
Yeah. So I go up and what do they have? They have them sitting on the table. I go, no, they, you have to make the weekend to get them. I go fucking <laughs> chalk up a couple of those. So I snagged a couple and, uh, yeah. But speaking of good looking hat, it's funny too. Cause it, Valspar is painting. It's a paint cup. Like it's, it's yeah, a paint, true. painting competitors. It's like, it's, well, well, I guess it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like it's, it's, more. it helps. Like, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it kind of works out well, but buddy, <laughs> get these suckers. We got the big dogs, the up and down little rope hats are in. We're doing a giveaway. We got a huge week for the US Open. We got we're gonna do a giveaway with a hat of your choice. We have a navy with the white rope, black with the white rope, or like a little gusta themed. It's like a yellow, red, white rope with with the logo white hat. Um, we're gonna do that with a ball marker because we got ball markers now. Boys are fired up, ready to rock. Those ball markers um, are clean too, man. Been and then one. we're gonna do an octo grip mallet head cover um as well thrown in there so if you have a blade we don't have a blade head cover so you can give it to your buddy or you can you know not sell it because that would be not right but you know you could <laughs> give it for a gift to someone or something like that but um you'll have your choice of a green one or a black one of those um so oh, big yeah. week um you have to follow both octogrip both us um you have to share it in the story and tag three buddies and also like the photo um and mm -hmm. then on monday um we'll uh, announce the winner maybe we'll delay it a bit just to get more people involved um, yeah, give it an extra day leg, kind of announce yeah, yeah. it on Tuesday or something like that. Yeah, so big week for the fellas. Hopefully, we went on the, on this stuff for a while. We had the ball markers in, but didn't really want to, didn't know how to really approach it. So we're gonna do some type of deal with the ball marker and the hat and the and the hat. hat um, yeah. But you can DM us for uh, for purchases, and we'll obviously send them out. Um, and you can just e-transfer us for the payment. Beautiful. And if we gotta ship it, fuck. I guess boys might have to take it. Through you. We might, we, might have, we might have to figure out something with shipment, but, um, you know, we'd rather you guys have uh, we, we cover a lot of ground where, we, where we're located. You got a lot we more do. north and I got a lot more south and you're always bouncing everywhere else. So, yeah. But yeah. No problem. Unreal. We well, got anything else before we wrap this sucker up? It's been a little bit of a long one. A lot of talking from Slim. So, no, yeah. It's it all good, man. It. Lots of good stories from me this week. I was excited to hear them myself because, I mean, we didn't get to catch up on it too much beforehand. And then, um obviously like you said good back-to-back -back weeks here especially as canadians watching the canadian open then back over to the u.s open now for what's going to be a jam-packed weekend for sure you got any golf this week uh, i think i might try to play tomorrow if the weather's not too bad we're doing like this fedex cup stuff oh, at work and we're right, playing right. tuesday night so i'm in the middle of the pack so far through through round one so see if i can step <laughs> up a little bit hot start, hopefully right? step hey, up. Hey, yeah hopefully if you learn anything about up. this week you don't need to come out hot you just got to finish hot exactly exactly so that's the goal and then i'm going a little luke bryan action on saturday so oh good for yeah. you at budweiser what about stage. you i got i start my interclub a match play two-man match play so i'm playing Ooh. with uh caleb yips and uh <laughs> and we're playing two guys so that starts wednesday um and then other than that just hopefully get out a couple times obviously i haven't played in like the last week right yeah, um, yeah so looking at the, you're looking at the game whole a whole different way now. Yeah, it's like a it's like a coach sitting in the stands, like a football coach or hockey coach sitting in the stands watching the team play. You know, you get to really yeah. process what goes on. And yeah. I'm gonna double think next time I hit a bad shot about me wanting to break my club. Pars are good. Pars are good. Yeah. I mean, technically bogeys are okay. <laughs> bogeys are okay. Pars are good. Birdies are great. Birdies are great. <laughs> unreal buddy well i guess we will uh we'll chat next week but good luck with the fedex cup stuff and uh hopefully you, you hit them straight sounds good man thanks you as well i told this guy where i was from he said oh canada kind of laughs at all